During the Vietnam War, the U.S. military undertook a highly classified weather modification program called Operation Popeye. From 1967 to 1972, American forces engaged in something called cloud seeding, spraying silver iodide into the clouds to induce precipitation in an attempt to cause flooding and turn roads into mud. The goal was to extend the monsoon season in Southeast Asia and create heavy rainfall over the Ho Chi Minh Trail, the network of jungle trails used by the North Vietnamese Army to transport troops and supplies to the front lines in South Vietnam. The effects of this covert operation were classified, but in 1971, an American scientist leaked the details of the cloud seeding efforts to the media. The tactic of willfully manipulating the environment as a tactic of war proved to be very controversial. By 1974, the issue had become a global concern and the U.S. Congress held hearings that led to the passage of an international treaty prohibiting weather modification for hostile purposes. Today, we are going off the radar to uncover America's secret history of using weather as a weapon. I'm meteorologist Emily Gracie, and you're listening to Off the Radar, a production of the National Weather Desk. On the show, we dig deep into topics about weather, climate, the ocean, space, and much more. Our goal is to help you better understand the weather and to love it as much as we do. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Today, I'm talking to Ed Derrick about weather modification practices in the U.S. military. Ed is an author and photographer who covers a broad range of topics, but with a strong focus on military operations. When I did my research into this, I found that we've been trying it. We humans have been trying it for hundreds of years, uh, and it really culminated with Operation Popeye in um, Southeast Asia. In 2019, Ed wrote an article in WeatherWise magazine called Weaponizing Weather, the Top Secret History of Weather Modification. It discusses the use of cloud seeding as a war tactic during Vietnam. Ed and I will talk about the effectiveness of this operation as well as other weather modification that has been attempted in the past. Here's my conversation with Ed Derrick. All right, Ed, um, I want to hear a little bit about your background and um, what got you into this realm of writing about weather modification. I am a general author. I write about many different topics across a spectrum of fields. And one of my general specialties is atmospheric science and weather. Uh, one of my other 
specialties is I work a lot with the military as a journalist, a photographer, a book author, also a systems developer. And one of the interesting components of the two, where the two merge, was the military's use or attempted use of the atmosphere as, as, a, as a potential weapon. When I did my research into this, I found that it, we've been trying it, we humans have been trying it for hundreds of years. Uh, and it really culminated with Operation Popeye in um, Southeast Asia. For those who don't fully understand what even weather modification is, can you explain that? Well, it's humans attempt to augment natural flow of weather. The most typical attempt is with cloud seeding. Basically, they use uh, silver iodide to form cloud nuclei to uh, you know make it rain. And I've explained that in this article I wrote for WeatherWise a few years ago. That was Vincent Schaefer who first discovered that, that he actually could do that, that people could do that. You can have limited effects with, with cloud seeding, but it just doesn't really, it doesn't yield a whole lot um, of results, particularly in the long term. And it's very expensive. It's very difficult. But it's just been the idea of, you know, from a weather state, from a military standpoint to, you know, wash out roads, to bring fog, to cloak things. Uh, but it's, it's almost impossible to do it on a very consistent level in a controlled level. So your article hinted at the secrets of weather modification in our past and how we've used weather modification as a weapon. Can you talk about that? Yeah, the title of it is, is Weaponizing Weather, the Top Secret History of Weather Modification. It was, there are actually a few different top secret programs that the Department of Defense had undertaken. People, certain people within the Department of Defense identify a potential leverage that we can use or a potential adversary now or, or in the future. I'm using the word potential a lot. They're going to expend certain resources. Sometimes those resources are, are a lot, like for instance, photoreconnaissance satellites. They spent a lot of money on those. Uh, and we spent not as much money on, um, when I say we, I mean the United States, we didn't spend as much money on the uh, attempting weather mod modification as we did on photoreconnaissance satellites and some other things, but spent a bit. One of the, ide the identified targets was the Ho Chi Minh Trail to try to wash out the Ho Chi Minh Trail just by cloud seeding and having it, you know, increasing the rainfall in that area. And it, it's it's impossible to know because you know you can't really do um, a true experiment because we can't replicate Southeast Asia you know and that weather. So I there was some identified you know based on some of this these um, I found some uh, declassified documents that they found that they had some limited successes, but it just wasn't it just really wasn't worth it. It would have been far more worth their effort from a military standpoint to take that money and instead of using the C-130s to drop silver iodine to make gunships out of them. Uh, it's just, it just, it didn't really work for them, but it's still a very interesting topic. And I think that, you know, we're not the only ones who try, have tried environmental modification at a large scale. The Soviets have tried it. Um, and, you know, going all the way back to you know, hundreds of years past, we tried it with cannons to try to make it rain by blowing up cannonballs in the clouds and, and those things. It is absurd when you look at it in a, from a standpoint of 
military efficacy because you know you only have so many resources for the military and you know it's like why do we you know why would we try this would it just it it's we don't even know the the effects are so limited we don't even know but it, we still tried it are there other forms of weather modification that have been tried um you know i i hear people ask a lot like can't you drop a bunch of ice cubes into a hurricane to make it dissipate? Um, what kind of experiments have been done? They have done that. Project Cirrus. Uh, yeah, they attempted with 180 pounds of dry ice pellets. We have tried that. We also theorized that we could steer them with nuclear weapons. With a nuclear weapon, you are releasing a tremendous amount of energy uh, in a very short period of time. So there's a high flux of energy. With a hurricane, which are the most powerful storms on the planet by far, and some of the most powerful natural events, you know, earthquakes are, I believe, are the most, the most powerful in terms of energy release. There is, even though you're releasing a tremendous amount of energy, yeah, with a nuclear detonation, it pales in comparison to the, to the, nu to the energy that's released overall over the period of a lifespan of a hurricane aids. NOAA, they've done some analysis on this. Their takeaway was that no nuclear weapon, no amount of nuclear weapons that we have could significantly alter the course of a hurricane. Has it, has it been useful at all, weather modification? I've heard of drought-stricken farmers using cloud seeding to uh, bring water to their crops. They've had limited success with it. The issue is that, you know, it's a, you have to look at it at a cost-benefit analysis. This stuff is not free and it's expensive. You know, it's very expensive. And so you look at, you know, what are, what are the yields for crop? It would make much more economic sense to just truck it in or to, to have, it, you know, aqueducts. It's just that, here's a good example. In the Atacama, the Puna de Atacama, it's the dry, one of the driest places in the world. You know, there's certain dry valleys in Antarctica that are, that are drier, uh, but Punida Atacama is, is, is essentially the driest large scale area in the world. Um, and they use cloud nets, which is not a form of weather modification, although in a kind of sense it is because you're intercepting the weather, but the clouds, you know, they, they intercept this, these, these nets and they drop down and they make water and it doesn't make it collects the water collects the and they can use that for limited irrigation it's just you could seed that the the atmosphere around there but the expenses just would it would be astronomical compared to just putting up a simple net like that the answer to the question is yes you can make things grow you can cloud seed you can bring water to engender, you know, growing, you know, agricultural growth, but it just doesn't make economic sense. Going back to Operation Popeye, can you explain exactly what that was? Sure. They they used silver iodide uh, to try to create cloud nuclei and to have it rain over the Ho Chi Minh Trail so that it would wash it out so they wouldn't be able to transport, you know, artillery, trucks. They wouldn't be able to sustain the troops. This was in the 1960s, and it was the CIA working with the Air Force. And, you know, it was a Department of Defense initiative. Uh, and they, they just thought that they would just give us that much more leverage 
Um, and of course, in the atmospheric conditions have to be right. We just want to sort of push it over the edge. You know, it's like, okay, we've got this potential here for us to make it rain. So we'll, we want to direct where the rain is going to go. And so we're going to see the right to in this area. And it, it just had limited success. A very interesting email I got from somebody. Again, I wasn't able to follow up. He sounded like he knew what he was talking about. He said, I'm surprised he didn't talk about this. And it was, we tried to get it to rain a lot at one point so that it would be dry downwind and so we could burn it. So it would, we could like use napalm. And I, okay, that sounds, that sounds to me like, you know, it's like an inverse of what we're talking about. Like we want to, you know, we're talking about, you know, this Operation Popeye was, was the focus was rain on the Ho Chi Minh Trail, wash it out. And then this individual said, well, you know, we wanted to be able to burn it out, burn not the Ho Chi Minh Trail, but areas downwind of there um, that would normally get rain, but we did not want to let it rain on there. So I don't know. I mean, I, you know, some of the work I've done with the military, people throw out all sorts of ideas, you know, and it may have just been someone throwing that idea out. Who knows? I didn't find anything about that, but it is interesting, you know, create a, a localized drought situation, make things dry so that we can just burn it up. This guy did get in touch with me and he seemed to know what he was talking about because he said, I worked in this unit and blah, 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 blah. This is likely not something that we're going to be using down the road in the future then, I'm guessing. I don't think so. The way warfare is working, we're going, we're going from, you know, like large area bombing that's not very precise and, you know, big nuclear weapons. And the direction has been toward greater precision, greater accuracy. You have just a greater resolution. You have much more battle space knowledge and you're able to, you know, focus on targets much more precisely. Whereas, you know, with, with like weather modification, you know, that's, you can't say, all right, you know, 403 main, make a lightning bolt right there. You know, that's just, we can't do that, but we can put, you know, a 500 pound bomb or a 250 pound bomb right there. It's an interesting curiosity uh, from where we are now. However, all sorts of knowledge comes from these things. And there, there definitely will be uses for this. The uses will be to say, all right, let's look at this study and figure out what a potential adversary might do for some reason, like cloaking, like creating fog to cloak their movement. Uh, what about this certain atmospheric situation that was mimicked by this artificial introduction of silver iodide that in real life could happen that we could predict. Like METOC, Meteorology and Oceanography Command, um, is, is the, uh, the United States Navy. They've got an entire command dedicated to environmental, what I, what I would call environmental, optimization of environmental situational awareness. So that basically means the understanding of the atmosphere, the ocean, and the ability to predict these, to predict events and you know what's gonna happen tomorrow, 48 hours from now, what will this adversary potentially do? Um, and there may be knowledge, you know, and they're constantly updating, uh, it's called FINMOC, Fleet Numerical Meteorology and Oceanography Command. They use very powerful computers and a number of algorithms, and they're constantly updating these things. And so 
you know, you could speculate that maybe some of the, the knowledge that was that was created, you know, they, they could glean some information from these attempts and use that in their in their algorithms going forward. I, I don't know, but I, I seriously, seriously doubt that we would try to, on a large scale, uh, do weather modification. While no longer used in warfare, weather modification is still in practice today. In fact, there's a group in Texas that's sending charged water droplets into clouds as a new form of cloud seeding in order to feed crops and fill reservoirs in drought-stricken regions. You can find out more by checking out our YouTube channel. Search the National Weather Desk and go to the Interviews playlist. Off the Radar is a production of the National Weather Desk. Make sure you're following the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes publish every Tuesday morning. If you know someone that's interested in weather modification or history, please share this episode with them. We'd also love you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Let us know what you think of the show and you can give me some ideas for future episodes while you're there. You can also find me on social media. Reach out if you have a topic idea. Special thanks to Ed Derrick for his expertise and to Ryan Berlin for his help with this episode. I'm meteorologist Emily Gracie. Make it a great day. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.